0: Hi, I'm Sandra, the creator at Sing, Play, Create. This is Music Class Teaching Tips. We're going to focus our learning on singing, dynamics, beat, rhythm, movement. Let's get started! I love to do action songs with my younger grades. So today I'm going to share some ways to teach the song Skidamarinka Dink. It is a free resource you can get when you subscribe to the Sing, Play, Create resource library on the singplaycreate.com website. I think this song, you can use this activity anywhere from preschool up to about third grade. One reason I'm sharing this song is I think you can turn it into a complete music lesson activity pretty easily. We can learn beat, pat, dynamic, soft and loud, and we can learn form. So to kick things off, I'm going to play the music. I'll either sing it or I will use the recording of the song and I'll ask my students to pat the steady beat. Of course, you can have them march it, pat it here, or clap it, but we want to just experience the beat for the first time. After I do the beat, I'm going to teach them the lyrics of the song. Now, you could go deep into it and really focus on the rhythms and explore that. For this example, I would just clap the words to them, skid a rink and have them copy it back to me, and echo line by line or word by word as needed, till they had a flow of the song. Then I would echo sing it to them one line at a time. Skidamarink-a-dink-a-dink. Listen, 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 and go through the whole song. So that's the way I would teach it to them. Then after we can sing the whole song, and that might take a whole class time with the little ones that might be all the attention span that they have, and that's okay. So the next step though, would be to learn the form after we learn the song, we're going to now do a dynamics activity with it. I've divided the song into two sections. There's the Skittamarink a ding a ding a doo I love you da da da. That would be section A. And then the B section would be I love you in the morning and in the afternoon, I love you in the evening and underneath the moon. So I would have that be the B section. So we're going to do two different things with that. In the A section, I'm gonna have them sing softly, quietly at the beginning, and then slowly get louder and louder. Skidamarink-a-ding-a-ding, skidamarink-a-doo, I love you. And I would have them use their hands. We'll do little tiny hands, and we'll get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So I'll have them practice that a couple times. Then, of course, the song is A-A-B. We sing it again. skid a rink a dink a ding skid a rink a doo I love you. And I just think it's so fun to watch them do that. This is how the B section will go. I'll divide the B section up into each sentence. So we'll have a lot of fun getting soft and then getting loud. So it'll be I love you in the morning and in the afternoon I love you in the evening and underneath the moon So I'll change it two times Then we'll go back to the A section which is skiddamarink a dink a ding a doo I love you Then we'll go back to the A section and they'll sing it softly. Skid-a-ma-rink-a-dink-a-dink, skid-a-ma-rink-a-doo, I love you. And we'll change our dynamics from very quiet, soft to loud during that one A section. After I teach them each section of the song, then we're going to put it together. So this is where I can focus on form just a little bit more. And I'm gonna teach them the A, A, B, A section. And I probably would use some pictures on the board, some hearts of maybe different colors. So red, red, purple, red, or pink, red, or green, red, whatever I could find. I might just use my markers on the board or put some pictures up that I have and just show them that the form changes in the song and so we're going to have to pay attention to the parts we sing when we sing them. Then I would put that together, singing with the dynamics. Next, I would teach them the actions to the song. We're going to go right, then left, then point in, cross our heart, and then point out. And I put it with the words after we had the flow. And we're gonna to count to four. One, two, three, four. One, two three, four. And then one, two, three, four. Then one, two, three, four. At that point with the younger students, I would do the actions with the music and I wouldn't expect them to sing it. Of course, some will be able to, that's great. But I'm just helping them get the flow of the actions. Skid em a rink a dink a dink. One, two, three, four. Then switch. Skid em a rink a do three four. Then I one two love one three four. You two three four. So each pattern is four beats. One, two, three, four, one, two, three. Four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Then it's time to sing with the actions. And we can do that. Skid a rink a a I love you. That is the A section. So just teach that to them for this time. Now the B section. The actions are a little more complicated because we're moving more. In my mind, we're moving up and down and a little more. So the B section goes like this. I love you in the morning and then in the afternoon. and It's like the sun's up in the morning. The sun's straight in your eyes at noon and then the sun goes down at night. But I change I love you in the evening to a rocking our little baby or a little kangaroo or a unicorn whatever it is that we want to rock in the evening and then i go back up and make a different shape for a moon underneath the moon i love you in the morning in the afternoon i love you in the evening and underneath the moon so i'll get that going and do that several times so they have those actions down then it's time to put the whole song together, the whole song, and I'm not gonna sing that for you because you can sing it. Um, like I said, you can go get the freebie which has these actions and the music and a teaching presentation along with it, and you could use that in your classroom if you want to to uh, teach your students the song. So that's how I would teach the song. <sighs> okay, so we've learned the song, we've learned the actions, And we did learn dynamics, but now the third class time, or if it's third grade, you might be able to do this uh, during the same class. It's time to learn some dynamics. So then I would take the dynamics of what we did at the beginning with the soft to loud and also do it with the hand actions. And that might be a little tricky for everybody, but it's a lot of fun. And I'm sure that you know that your students will really remember this now, not only with the hand actions, but they're going to remember the dynamics that went with it. Skidamarink-a-dink-a-ding, skidamarink-a-do, I love you. So just have them do one section at a time, go nice and slow, do it without the music, just have them sing a cappella. Just give them a starting note and just do it so they're comfortable with it. Then we do the B section, which is a little more complicated. I love you in the morning and in the afternoon, and then quiet again. I love you in the evening and underneath the moon. Then it's back to the beginning skittamarinka dinka dink, and so forth. It's a really fun song, the kids get into it. It's good for fingers, it's good for reading, it's good for singing. And like I said, you can turn this into a dynamics activity. And of course, you can change the patterns. Those are just patterns I came up with. But you could say, sing the whole A section soft, sing the B section loud. That might make it easier for your kindergartners to do. And then you could switch it in your second and third grades to make it a little more complicated. What I'm really hoping you get from me sharing these ideas is the flow of the activity and the steps that I took and also just encouraging you to take your time and to use a song as a material to teach music concepts. Part 2, Dynamics with Body Percussion and Movement When I teach a music lesson, I don't do the song for the whole lesson. I think that that would just be too hard on the younger ones. They need a lot of diversity of activities during a music class. And so I would have a couple other things up my sleeve to do with them. And one of those activities is doing some body percussion. And I have some Valentine's Day body percussion activities uh, that are available to you, but you could do a body percussion activity where students are creating patterns using four different actions. So to just keep it simple, we might use clap, pat, snap, and stomp as the four actions. Now I would have some patterns. We can always start easily with four beats of one action. And what I can do is turn this into a game. So at first, I'll just have them all do clap, 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 four beats, and I might repeat it. This is where I would bring a student up or two students up and I would have them be the leaders and I would either play the piano, the keyboard or just a steady beat drum and say, you're the leaders, I want you to do clapping and we're gonna repeat clapping four sets of four. So it's 16 beats, but just have them go one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four, three and you could just play any music at the tempo that you want to that's why I like to control it with the piano or a steady beat drum for this activity you could have music tracks that you know are different tempos so you make sure you're not rushing everyone and then we would do the same thing with the second action which would be a pat and then snap And then stomp, and I would repeat each of those four patterns of four. Then I would ask the students in the front to be the leaders of teams, and we would divide the teams in half, just split the class in half quickly, and I would have them do patterns of those actions and just have them take turns, but I would have them keep score, and I would have them trade leaders. I've turned this into a very interactive experience for them where I'm just walking around, that's why I like the hand drum, to play during that part of the activity, and we'll just say, okay, it's gonna be clap, clap, pat, pat. You don't need visuals, you don't need to buy anything, you don't need a video, you can just say, here's the two actions, clap, clap, pat, pat and you're gonna repeat that four times. The cool thing about doing this activity is that 16 bars is usually a song or part of a song, so we're teaching them that as a pattern. We're also teaching them to move and talk at the same time and keep on the beat, all those good things that we like our younger students to learn. So then for the game, we have the leaders up front, and we call out the pattern, team A is gonna play the pattern for repetitions of four. The other team, instead of just sitting there and maybe starting to get bored and do this stuff or all kinds of other things that could happen, I'll have them do something that's not a clap, pat, or snap. I might say, okay, when it's not your turn to perform or play your turn in the game, I want you to tap your head. So they'll go, Or choose your thing to do but do it four times (laughs) as long as they're nice about it so that's what I do when I play the game is I have the team one is doing what I want them to do team two or team B is gonna do something fun and then we do the body percussion and I keep it real simple for especially the younger ones, I'll probably do two of each action. So then I might go, okay, now we're gonna clap and pat, or we're gonna clap and snap. And I would let them do it for a while. And by February, they should be able to do four in a row type pattern or two and then switch, switch, like three different things like clap, clap, snap, stop by February, but if you're using this activity earlier in the year, then you wanna just break it down so that it's super easy for them to feel like, "Yay, our team did it, we got a point, Woohoo!" And then the they'll sit down and then the second team will stand up and then they'll do it and the team A chooses some action to do. Each student can just choose their action or like I said, you can predetermine you want them to do this type thing while the other team takes their turn. Then after we keep score, if everybody wins, then they all get to do a happy dance. And you could have some music ready to do a happy dance. Or the team that wins, you can use this for any game across grade levels. I I let them do a victory circuit and they can jog or dance around the circle in the classroom and then dance back to their spots, and we're ready to move on to the next activity. Another way to do this activity and focus on dynamics is with a scarf. So after we've sang the song and we've practiced those dynamics, we worked so hard in them, it's really fun to throw in a movement activity that supports the learning goal of loud and soft. So I would probably play the piano to this song or I would use the recording and be able to turn it up and down very easily so the students can respond to the music without anyone talking. So at first, I would ask them the question, how do I make my scarf look quiet? How do I make my scarf look loud? So you'll get all different kinds of variations of that. Some might drop it on quiet, some might throw it on loud, whatever it is. After I explain how I want the students to move with their scars and show me, I'm going to play some music and I want them to respond to the music, showing me quiet and loud or soft and loud. Everybody uses those two different words a little differently. So whichever way works for you. And so then we're going to have the students move and then they have to listen to the music and then they're going to respond. And this actually is my favorite way to switch things up in the music room after we've been really hyper-focused on learning a new action song. Part three, Dynamics Activities with Instruments. Another activity that you can do after teaching a song and working on it is a rhythm play along or rhythm practice type activity where the students are gonna play rhythms. And I always like to turn things into a game So I have rhythm play-alongs that I'll use. And instead of just saying, okay, everybody, follow the video, and we're going to clap along, or we're going to play along, I do like to do it a little differently. And by this time of year, um, a lot of the students will even know how to tap the smart board and help you with the technology. But I do like to get the students involved as leaders in the classroom. And I just choose uh, ones I'm watching, and I do make little marks to make sure I'm calling on different people, to make sure everybody's getting a chance, and I don't call on my two favorite students every time that we play a game. So, and I don't let them choose teams. I don't waste a lot of time with that. I have the students in rows, and I just split it down the middle, or I split it row one and two, and then row three and four. That's, or three, and three, four, and five, just depends on how many students are in that class, how I've got it set up for them. So what I do is I will get out the rhythm play-along video and we'll go through the video, but we'll stop and I'll have everybody practice those slides, practice the rhythms. I want to make sure we're all together. We've been singing, tapping, loud and soft if we're doing the Skid a dink song. And then I want them to get into rhythm land with me. And I'll have them practice first and teach it to them. Then I will have Team A... It's similar to the other game that I told about the body percussion, but I'll have Team A do the rhythm, and then I will have Team B do the rhythm, and we'll keep points, and we have the victory dance at the end of the game. So, if I turn the activity of playing along to rhythm patterns into a game, I'm going to keep student engagement high. I'm going to keep classroom management at zero level, meaning I'm managing it. and we're going to be learning together. You can also use the rhythm activity as assessment time for yourself. For example, if you don't have a video or you're not using a video um, or even a presentation, you could have your flashcards, rhythm flashcards, that are on a music stand, and the student leader holds it up for their team, and then they go, one, two, ready, play, ta, ti, ti, ta, ta ta-ti-ti-ta-ta, ta-ti-ti-ta-ta, ta-ti-ti-ta-ta. And that's how they would play it for you. So if the leader can lead them and everybody counts and says the rhythm together and they get it right, you can then, you will be able to, if you're sitting in the back a little bit, you'll be able to watch the students and do some assessment of rhythms to see if they're able to do it on their own because the leader is actually holding the card up. So they're having to do it without any help. And then they'll, if most of them get it, depends how picky you wanna be, but in my mind, if 90% of them get it and they're doing it, then they get the point. And then I go to the other team and you can switch out leaders. Um, The kids love it because they're, they're very involved and they're leading it and I'm not in the front of the class. I'm in the back or to the side, and I'm playing the drum or the piano, whichever way I've taught them to play along to those rhythms. So that's a fun game you can play any time of year using very simple um, manipulatives or PowerPoint presentations or videos to make that game happen. So we've practiced the song Skid Em a Rink, and we've worked really hard on dynamics. And so whatever activities I do after that, I want to make sure I keep the focus brought into the dynamics part of that lesson. So another way to use rhythm activities and also bring in the dynamics focus is to use instruments. And so you can get out the rhythm sticks and have them play instruments after they've been focused on singing the song and we can do the same dynamics to the song with our rhythm sticks. I know, it's a little tricky when we get to forte or loud. So we have to teach them what that really means. And so um, one thing, one analogy that I've used is as if you're petting your kitty. So maybe the pet kitty or the dog, they really like to be tickled, and so that's forte. But when they're just lightly you know, getting a little pet, or just a little tickle, that's pianissimo or quiet. So that's what we're gonna do. So we're gonna think about our little kitty, we're gonna be really kind to our kitty, and we're gonna change our dynamic as we uh, listen to the music. So I would not have them sing and do this at the same time, especially the younger ones. I would just have them really focus on playing, loud and soft with their rhythm sticks. I shared in a different video how to do rhythm sticks. Here's my quick tip. Would be to have the kids hold their hands up high and then the helper drops them into their hands and they put them on the floor until everybody's ready. And while we're waiting for everybody, I have them do a little sway dance. Then when everyone has their rhythm sticks, I say, rhythm sticks ready and they're waiting for the conductor. And when the music begins, then you can play. And then I would play the piano or the xylophone, uh, just a simple little melody. You might want to use a skid dink song, but this activity could apply to pretty much any song that you do. So we can play then, and they're listening, and they're resting at the end. And then when they put them away, they hold them up high in the sky, And somebody comes and collects them and they're swaying. I love to have student helpers in the classroom because I can then either focus on transitioning or there's always a student or something that might need my attention and that frees me up to take care of that issue. I might even just be writing down assessments of what I watched on the students as they were playing loud and soft. Thanks so much for listening to the Music Class Teaching Tips podcast. I'm Sandra from SingPlay Create and I'm here with weekly music class teaching tips for you Sing, play, Create